thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damien Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guy Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And today we have a very, very special guest. And our guest today is Therese Kerr. She's a mom to Miranda and Matthew Kerr. She's a visionary, public speaker, author, and advocate for holistic family health. She, with uh, her new company, Divine by Therese Kerr, is a certified organic personal care line. Therese offers products that complement her daughter's Miranda Kerr's Cora Organic Certified organic skincare range. The intent of the family is to provide certified organic goodness to the world. After having tumors in her spleen in 2001, Therese believes optimal health is achieved through taking a holistic approach to wellness, creating then nurtured a physical, emotional, and spiritual alignment within the body. Everything else she does reflects this approach. Welcome to the Wellness Guy Show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and speaking with you guys. Therese, it's amazing. We, I met you um, a few weeks back at, at a movie premiere, and uh, you know we, you know, you just had some so amazing things to say. And uh, I've heard about obviously your divine range for quite some time. And I just thought right away, I said, you got, I got to get you onto the Wellness Guy Show because it's really important what your, you know, what your range is providing, and also the the reason why you actually created a range like that. So let's start there. Let's let's talk about you know the range of divine. Why did you? look into going to sort of having certified organic personal care products. Okay. So um, as you mentioned, I had tumors in my spleen in 2001 and had my spleen removed. And during that time, I was trying to find certified organic products. I I thought I was healthy and clearly I wasn't. And um, during that time, trying to locate certified organic products that I really loved, I couldn't find. And um, since then, I've been researching and, you know, aligning myself with nutritionists, naturopaths, integrated medical doctors, and doing my own research. And I I actually decided that I wanted to create a line of personal care products that people use every day because I um, the, the challenge that people don't realize is that the chemicals in our everyday products they have an impact and the chemicals like the endocrine disrupting um, chemicals, the obesogens, the absorption enhancers. And if you're using products every day like that, there's a massive impact to your body. So our range is basically a range that um, it is an alternative healthy range to the everyday products. And certified organic is, of course, the only um, range of products that don't have all the chemicals in it like the other conventional products do. Therese, it's a big task to take on the giants and um, and I know a lot of people that work with the giants um, in terms of the big pharmaceutical, almost uh, chemical manufacturing companies and they, you mm-hmm. know, they use it as, uh, as skin creams, et cetera, et cetera. Have you caught much flack for bringing out such a beautiful, amazing range that's organic and actually good for people? Um, it's interesting. We really focus on, and I never like to badmouth um, any other companies or I don't like to, you know, say terrible things. All I like to do is really inform people as to what's actually in products and have people make their own choice, their own decision in regard to what they're buying. But unfortunately, unless they're educated, they can't make that choice. And I was exactly the same. So in answer to that, I haven't really, I don't focus on, you know, trying to compete with the big guys, I really focus on providing a product range 
that is the best that I possibly can make it. And I'm the, I don't know if your listeners know, and if you guys know that I'm the health and wellness ambassador for Australian Certified Organic, but being that, so Pete Evans is the cooking ambassador, George, uh, Costa Georgiatis is the gardening ambassador, and I'm the health and wellness ambassador. Nice. So bringing out a range of Certified Organic, I actually chose Australian Certified Organic because they are the most stringent and I guess the highest quality Certified Organic products that you can put on your body. They're antioxidant and nutrient rich and they are free of all the nasties and all of the um, all of the nasty chemicals that I mentioned earlier. Well, that's a that's a pretty cool group, Therese. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good bunch to be involved with. And uh, yeah. I know you want to talk about sort of, you know, the benefits of your products. And as you said, you don't want to be knocking other products. But it, I guess it's really hard to have this conversation without, as you said, talking about those nasties. So can yeah. you, I guess, give us a bit of a lead into, you know, the other products on the market or, or just other ingredients that can be in these products on the market? Because I think it's important for people to understand what is in these products and what it can do to their body so that they can make more informed choices going forwards. Yeah, exactly. And um, again, I can share with you all the information on conventional products. I just don't like picking on particular brands because that's not who I am. But basically every um, conventional product, you know, for example, toothpaste, it contains a registered pesticide called triclosan. And triclosan is one of the most damaging chemicals you can put in your body. Toothpaste also contains fluoride. And there's been a recent study through The Lancet that's just come out and they've said they've actually linked 11 chemicals to autism and one of those chemicals is fluoride. The other ingredients that um, toothpaste, for example, contains um, are the glycols and glycols, pegs, PPGs, they're all what we call absorption enhancers, which cause the other ingredients to be absorbed quicker in the body. Now, that's just toothpaste and mouthwash is very, very similar. So that's why we've created those two particular products. Um, In conventional products like um, hand wash and body lotion and shampoo and conditioner, um, all of those types of products, they also contain so many other nasty chemicals. And there is so much research at the moment in regard to the endocrine disrupting chemicals so the phthalates and for example fragrance which is in just about every conventional product it can contain up to 4,000 chemicals just in that one ingredient or one um, yeah, one ingredient listed on the label, yet those ingredients don't have to be shared. Yet phthalates or endocrine-disrupting chemicals have a major impact on our endocrine or our hormonal system. Um, and everyone knows somebody with endometriosis, um, fibroids, polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, breast, ovarian, testicular cancer, all All of these endocrine disrupting disorders are becoming so apparent and even so much as the World Health Organization has recently released a paper saying that we're at the tip of the iceberg in regard to that. And that's a real concern. That's why I'm so passionate about sharing this, especially to mums and um, mums with little babies or children. And I was at an event just recently and one mum said to me, my four-month-old baby boy has testicular cancer. And that's when I thought, you know what, we really have to get this education and this information out. And that's why we've decided to bring the Sean Penn um, Human Experiment documentary out here, just to create awareness. 
You know, the, the movie that you're mentioning is called The Human Experiment, and it basically outlines that we are the experiment itself. You know, there's no yeah. testing, and there's a lot of chemicals that just kind of bypass a lot of the lobbyists and, and a lot of uh, government regulations. And and so do you think, though, it's, you know, do you believe that, you know, as we move along this aging, I mean, we're all, you know, as human beings, we're obsessed the way we look and, you know, using skincare products to kind of, you know, look better or be better or feel better about ourselves. Do you think though, is the chemicals are actually getting worse? And, you know, how can we, as, you know, as the human race to kind of look into this, is it just purely awareness or is it awakening to, to know what products are in there? What do you, what is our first step to kind of tackle this issue? Yeah, well, there's over 140,000 chemicals now in use in society, and there's around 10,500 chemicals just in skin, hair, personal, and beauty care products that are known toxicants. And, you know, the EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group, states that only 13% of the entire chemicals that are released have ever been tested for safety. Aluminium, for example, in deodorants has never been tested for safety. And that's really concerning. And the, the challenge is with um, you know, we as, and I think as women, I always say that, you know, we're, we're three times more, and I don't like using this word, but I say we're three times more toxic than men, really, because we lather ourselves in products. And I haven't shared this um, publicly very much, but in 1995, I had endometriosis really bad, and I was 30 at the time, and I wanted to have four children, and we could only have um, two, Miranda and Matthew. And you know, I honestly know with all my heart because I was a woman who loved to smell beautiful and I used to lather myself in highly perfumed, highly uh, fragranced body wash, body lotion, body oil and perfume and the endocrine disrupting the phthalates, um, the ingredients in those chemicals, I know without a doubt, knowing now what I know and the research that I've undertaken and just the incidence of these disorders now, that that was a major impact. And um, Professor Carol Hungerford, who spoke at the Gawler Institute um, last year, she actually stated that fragrance is the number one gender bender. And the very thing that we think as women makes us feminine is the very thing that's costing us our femininity. And that's a very powerful statement. And I don't know what you guys think about that, but it's just what we have to do as women is stop putting this perfume and even conventional products that contain the word fragrance have so many toxins and endocrine disruptors and our body only needs a very small amount of endocrine uh, um, endocrine disrupting ingredients or chemicals to wreak havoc on our endocrine system. This is uh, hugely alarming, Therese. And I mean, it's not... You know, it's not terribly you know, groundbreaking news for us, the wellness guys, but for our listeners, many of many of the listeners won't actually have heard much of this before from us. Um, we've had a few people, you know, talk about this, but not in such detail. There's there's a word that you keep on bringing up, or a, a term you keep on bringing up, and that's endocrine disruptor. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds really scary. It sounds very frightening, and of course it is. But would you mind just letting the listeners know what an endocrine endocrine disruptor uh, may do to the human body? Yeah, definitely. Well, what it does, it actually mimics our hormones. So it's like a xenoestrogen. And even so much, and and I'm not telling you this or telling your listeners this, 
um, to scare or to overwhelm because that's not who I am. It's really to educate. But even so much as male genital malformation now in baby boys is on the increase um, and that's where testes don't drop, that sort of thing, uh, genital, the genitalia doesn't grow, the, even the increase in male breast growth and male breast cancer is at an all-time high. And the research, I can send, you know, I can send you and provide you with so much research that has now come out in regard to this. And as I said to you before, the um, World Health Organization is saying this is the tip of the iceberg now, and that's scary. I do a lot of work. I'm sure um, you all have heard of Mark Cohen. Um, he's an RMIT university professor, and he's become yep. a very dear friend of mine. And, you know, just even so much as the pesticides and insecticides, so I'm not just about what we're putting on our body. I take a holistic approach to health. So it's what we put in our body as well. And the organophosphates and the pesticides and insecticides are also major um, endocrine disrupting chemicals. And that's where they actually mimic our hormones, throw our hormones into complete disarray. That's why the incidence of endometriosis, fibroids, polycystic ovarian syndrome, testicular cancer, ovarian cancer, all of those are so high. And it's because of these um, these hormones, that uh, these chemicals that actually mimic our hormones and throw it all out. That's That's pretty scary, isn't it? And I reckon... I reckon the, the guys listening in have just gotten a big wake up call there as well because I think sometimes the guys listen in and they think, oh yeah, this is this is kind of a girl's issue. You know, the girls put all these creams and things on them, and they forget that actually this is going to impact on them as well. And you know, when you start talking to guys and you start talking about possibly affecting some of those sensitive areas, I think they all of a sudden sit up and take notice, don't they? Yeah. Exactly. And the other thing is that you know we see men spraying deodorants under their arms now. You pick up every deodorant, it is full of fragrance and we're breathing it in as well as we're putting it under our arms. A lot of the breast cancers that are now um, occurring are in the upper quadrant of the breast as such. And as I said, male breast um, um, cancer is now at the same increase in young men as it is in women. And what men have to do is stop using the um, endocrine disrupting chemical based deodorants and especially antiperspirants as well. We're designed to sweat and people, you know, once you actually use certified organic deodorants, you're not getting the toxins or you're not leaving the toxins in your body. So you actually um, tend to sweat less and it's all an education thing. And the other thing people say to me, you know, um, certified organic is so much more expensive. Well, in regard to food, what we do is when you actually fill your body with non-certified organic food, food that is um, nutrient uh, deficient, your body actually craves more. And when you fill your body with um, certified organic goodness that is actually certified organic and nutrient and antioxidant rich, your body doesn't crave as much. And an example is my husband. He eats probably one-tenth of what he used to eat. And that's because he's eating certified organic now and that's wonderful. Likewise, with certified organic products, they are so concentrated and they're as nature intended them to be. And that's the same with our products. They are so super concentrated and anyone who's used them, you need like a half a small fingernail of our product, our hand lotion. And, you know, it's just so concentrated and so beautiful. And it's so important that people actually understand I guess that sometimes you might pay a little bit more for certified organic, but the benefit both in health and then also the quality and the um, the concentration of it is so much greater. 
You know, Cherise, you, you know, one of the things that's going to come up on as people are listening to this is that uh, I think anyway, the emotion that comes up will probably anger, you know, angry mm-hmm. that there's going to be, you know, they're wondering why does the government not do something mm-hmm. about this or why does the government not allow, or why do even allow these chemicals to be there to, you know, to occur? You know, so why is that happening? Well, you know what? It's interesting because I'm angry as well. I'm angry that this actually happened. I'm angry that I had endometriosis and that I had tumors in my spleen, but that doesn't get me anywhere. And I don't believe that the government is the answer or even lobbying the government. Who will actually bring about change in this is everyday mums who are the purchasing powerhouse within the family. And when young people or when uh, women in particular actually choose and come together and say, you know what, and this is what happened in um, America, for example, with BPA uh, baby bottles. It wasn't the government that actually stopped the release of those bottles, the, the consumer actually stopped buying them. And that's where we have to get to here in Australia, it's not about relying or waiting on the government because that's not going to happen. They are driven by profit and they're driven by big companies. And ultimately, the change will occur when the consumer dictates that. And now your listeners know, and I, I speak so often at different um, conferences and events around Australia and now overseas as well. And when people learn what they don't know they didn't know, then they have the ability to actually choose powerfully. And also, I believe we have a responsibility for future generations to not allow this to continue. And the rate of illness that our children are experiencing, they say now that a child before they're even in their teens will experience some chronic illness. And I was speaking to a professor the other day and he said, Therese, what is alarming is that people don't realise how detrimental what we've done and how detrimental it's been to our health. He said, you know, in the next, if it's not the next generation, but the generation after, we're the only species that are contributing to our own extinction. And how scary is that? When you think about it, if you think, um, as I was saying, Jen Floriani sent me this paper the other day, there's one in 38 children in America is the actual autism rate. Those children aren't going to have children. The increase in infertility is so high and where are we going to end up if we don't make a change and that's my question it's it's a great question it poses um so many more questions Therese. and the and the incidence in australia of autism is something like one in every 200 people so it's um that's across the board not just children we're talking people so one in every 200 people has autism which is you know quite alarming um with that, I mean, the movie that's coming out that Sean Penn narrates, um, The Human Experiment, that uh, when I watched the, the shorts for that, um, what struck me about it being quite different to everything else that's kind of been out in the marketplace is, yep, it had all the, the scary bits in it, like a Mike Moore you know, event might or, um, or many of the other ones that have just recently come out, like, you know, Fork Over Knife or uh, Food Matters or Food Inc. or all those sorts mm-hmm. of things. Um, there's been lots of those sorts of movies that have come out, but what struck me about this one is it was a real call to action by the individual, by mm-hmm. by you and me and the next door neighbor and the people in our households to stand up and make a decision by not purchasing, by actually not buying. Mm-hmm. And and so the hope of this movie is, is the movie um, going to be mainstream? Is it something we're all going to be able to see? Is it something that's just going to be kept small or is it you know going to be grandiose? So how's it all going to go? 
Well, we've been, um, I, I've actually been working with Danielle Shirley and David Shirley and um, Danielle was a registered pharmacist. She still is. However, she chooses not to practice in pharmacy and she chooses to practice wellness instead. She's a herbalist and she has her own website. And when her and her husband uh, were determined to secure the rights to the screening of the human experiment in Australia, so they just continually bombarded um, the director and Sean Penn, who's the executive producer and the narrator, and they just didn't give up and we're the only country other than America who is screening this documentary now so it's very exclusive and that's that's because the human experiment is still in what we call film festival in um, America eventually my hope is that it will be in the cinemas around Australia just when I don't know but there's an opportunity to see it this um, Wednesday in Melbourne and then on the 15th in uh, 15th of September in Perth and then the 17th in Adelaide and I encourage everybody to see it because then at least be educated and if we're educated we can make informed choices and that's so important for us where we're at in our world at the moment and where we're at with the amount of chemicals that are in our everyday lives and it is really so simple when in the movie shares this it is so simple if you don't want to have endocrine disrupting chemicals in your body or in your lifestyle basically you control from the very from the moment you walk in your front door the simple things that you do is you just don't eat um, uh, foods with chemicals and pesticides and insecticides in them. You don't buy the highly refined, the highly processed foods. You don't buy the pesticide-ridden produce. You buy certified organic. You don't put what um, most conventional products are, chemical-laden products, on your body. You only put certified organic. And, for example, you drink filtered water as opposed to the tap water because there's fluoride in that as well, and that's a story for another day. But there are simple things that we can do and our dollar and our consumers will change and will um, cause our supply to totally transform so that we're only having, um, you know, my goal is for certified organic to become the norm for people. And I don't care if people don't buy my certified organic as long as they actually switch to safer products. That's what it's all about. Put certified organic coconut oil on your skin. Don't keep putting chemical-laden products on your skin. And that's what I'm about is just educating people and hopefully making a difference in the process. And it's such a great message to raise. And, and just for our fans, because depending on when this episode goes live, some of those dates may have passed. But, but obviously, hopefully at some stage in the future, if they have missed those premieres, they'll be able to get their DVDs as well because that would be fantastic. Um, but, yeah. Trace, in terms of the, you know, making an informed decision, I mean, day to day, when we go in, when we look at the packaging, you know, what sort mm-hmm. of stuff do we need to look out for? I mean, there seems to be a confusion there around, is it really organic or certified organic or, you know, which organic label do we look out for? You know, which, which I guess, ingredients should we really look out for and make sure we absolutely avoid? And what kind of things should we be looking for from a positive sense in terms of products? What sort of ingredients should we be looking for that are going to be good for us and whole and natural? Yep. Well, there's. I'm glad you brought that up because there is a huge misrepresentation, not only in Australia but across the world, in relation yeah. to the use of the word organic. 
yeah. a company, sadly, in Australia and for most part of the world, except for Europe, Europe in particular, but a company can claim something is organic in Australia if it contains one natural ingredient, but it may contain thousands of chemicals and still be classed as organic. Now, the yeah. ACCC is the watchdog for that, yet the ACCC relies on an educated consumer to make complaints because they're reactive as opposed to proactive. So what the only guarantee that a consumer has that something doesn't contain all the nasty chemicals is if it is certified organic and they have a strict criteria, a stringent criteria. And I've taken two companies through certification. So I've taken Cora, which is Miranda Skincare, and we've taken Divine through. And I take my hat off to anyone who does certified organic because that is the consumer's guarantee that the products don't contain the TEAs, the DEAs, the glycols, the parabens, the sulfates, the synthetic artificial ingredients, the genetically modified ingredients, the formaldehyde, formaldehyde derivatives, the um, ethoxylates, the endocrine disruptors, the obesogens, the absorption enhancers, all of these ingredients that are commonly found in everyday products that most have never been tested for safety. So look, always look for the word certified organic has to be on the front of a product and it can't be, uh, it can't say in a big circle, certified organic in the middle and then containing certified organic ingredients. That's not certified organic. It's only certified organic when it actually says certified organic and it has a logo on the back. And Australian certified organic is one of the most well-known logos um, and most stringent, not only here in Australia, but around the world now. They've ex they're accepted as one of the most stringent certification bodies in the world. And that's exciting. And that's who I've certified through. And that's I'm the ambassador for them. And it's interesting because whether I was the ambassador or not, and I was before I actually created the um, certifi certified products through ACO, I would recommend them as one of the most stringent um, certified bodies in, in the world, basically. So that's how a consumer knows. Wow. Cherise, like it's just amazing information and, and it's amazing just looking at the time. That's probably this is going to be the last question, which we can talk more. But um, the question I have for you is that, you know, for the normal consumer, what is the, you know, what is the most toxic things or chemicals they should be looking out for right off the mm -hmm. bat? Like, is there some, some key top three, top five to, to definitely avoid at all costs? Yeah, totally. Definitely in the endocrine disrupting chemicals. Anything with fragrance, the word fragrance, as I said, it can contain up to 4,000 chemicals just in that one word. And it's interesting because the human experiment talks about, you know, um, if a product contains fragrance or contaminants, they don't have to be listed on the label. And that's the same here in Australia. And we have so many chemicals that are used here that are banned in Canada, Japan and Europe all over Europe as such, yet they're still used here. So fragrance is definitely one. Parabens, we all know about parabens. Parabens are being found intact in cancers. Um, and definitely, you know, all of the pegs, um, they're what we call, and glycols, they're absorption enhancers, which cause the other ingredients to be absorbed quicker. And one thing I'd love to recommend is that your uh, listeners actually get a book from Bill Statham. It's called The Chemical Maze. 
And it's just the most amazing book. I actually met Bill back in 2001 before he released his first book, and we've been friends ever since. And his book is just my Bible in regard to chemicals. And he's releasing, him and he and I are um, co writing a special edition of the book, which will be released in about 14 months. And it's just the most amazing book to have. And you can actually get it on your phone app as well as an app. And you go into the shop. And you can actually look up any of the chemicals and know exactly what they are. The other um, other one that we really should avoid is toothpaste. You know, on on toothpaste, the um, the package says um, uh, warning: do not swallow. And then, and hardly anyone ever reads this. And then it says, do not give to children under six years of age. And then there's another point. If you give to children over six years of age, make sure you only give a pea-sized amount. Now, as I said before, triclosan, fluoride, glycol, so many nasties are in toothpaste, everyday toothpaste. But people just don't know this. So if you're going to change products, at the very least, change to certified organic deodorant and make sure it's a spray, not a roll-on because what happens is that the very thing that causes the odor under our arms is bacteria. When you roll the um, roll-on under your arm, you're rolling the bacteria back into the bottle. That's why we've created a certified organic uh, spray, not an aerosol, just a pump spray deodorant. And the other one you should definitely change is your mouth, your dental hygiene uh, products, because the mucous membranes under the tongue allow absorption, immediate absorption into your bloodstream. And the other thing, I know that I'm talking a lot, but I get so excited about sharing this information and it's so important to share it. But with your, the EWG states that your skin will actually absorb chemicals up to 10 times faster than by way of your ingestion or by way of um, uh, digesting food. And that's because of the digestive enzymes that you have available in your whole digestive system actually will break down the chemicals, whereas your skin doesn't have that. And 65 to 70% of what you put on your skin will be absorbed into the bloodstream and into the organs. Wow, that was fantastic. That was a great summary for the whole talk. Um, it's just, a, you know, it's perfect. So um, listen, where do people find more information about you and also your products? Where can they buy them? And uh, that would be just great if you can share that information. Yeah, so we have the website, which is Divine by Therese Kerr. So you can go on. We have also have a VIP program and we have an Educated, Empowered and Chemical Free program. These are all free to educate people. Um, our products are also available at uh, major health food stores. We're not necessarily in chemists unless they have naturopaths. We also are in a lot of wellness centers where there's chiropractors, acupuncturists, um, um, Reiki masters, all the people who actually love and adore health. That's who we align with so that we can actually help support them in supporting their um, patients and their customers and so on. And the other thing I have is TheresaKerr.com and that's where my blog is and I'm adding an online retail store of all the, all the different things that I love. And, you know, it's really about there's, there's so many beautiful people like yourselves who are out there wanting to make a difference and I encourage all of your listeners to actually access as many of many of people like myself and uh, Jen Floriani, Dr. Libby, yourselves and really um, take a, take notice and, and um, listen to the advice that is given because there is so much there. And I know that we're all coming together and there's this groundswell of wellness practitioners and wellness people and advocates who just want nothing more to make a difference to other people's lives. And 
that's what I'm intent on doing. And as a family, that's what we're intent on doing. And I'm so blessed to do what I do. Well, it's great to have ambassadors like yourself uh, to really be on, you know, just going out there and actually making the changes uh, that's necessary and looking out for everybody. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, that's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope that I'll um, get to speak to you again soon. So thank you so much. Well, guys, make sure you go to our Facebook page. And uh, like I said, the, the premieres might be over by now, but at least you might be able to get a chance to win free tickets to the movie premiere of The Human Experiment. Join us on Facebook. Keep the conversation going live on facebook.com slash The Wellness Guys and The Wellness Couch. Like us on Facebook while you're there. Share this podcast with your friends and families and other strangers you think need a wellness update. And subscribe to us on iTunes while you're there. Leave a five-star rating and leave a comment there. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example. Let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Couch Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.